Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Nerd Variety. This is our Ooh. weekly show where we talk about nerd variety things. Uh, I still haven't pinned down my uh, my good intro. It's all things nerd, all things variety, right? That's various nerdy things. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, well, somewhere in between those two. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, this um, is a crazy time, and we are having to take what time we can to try to relax. Try to relax. I don't know um, who all's back at work, but. Um, I've been back at work for a while, and I love um, weekends. They give me a chance to, you know, relax, do my own thing, and work on some things that I need to do, I need to work on. Does anyone do any witchcraft this weekend? Oh, I mean, always, but yeah. It was the perfect weekend for it. I think Full I did moon on Halloween with a weird right. extra hour in the day. Yeah, yeah. it was super so weird. Extra um, long Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I had some ghost oh. hunting with um with a few people. Yeah. yeah. It was good. Did you see any spirits? I, think I died only like twice. <laughs> yeah, I, I still die. have yet to die Did in you that. See spirits, Hunter? <laughs> oh gosh. It's so unfair. Well, what have you guys been doing this weekend? Uh, Hannah, I know you were hunting ghosts with me. Yeah, we hunted some ghosts. Um, I hung out in my driveway with my family in costume, hoping that some people would come get candy. And some did. They took all the Skittles and left only Starburst. So I have lots of Starburst now. Well, I, um, <laughs> we, you know, we odd just moved. Uh, I just moved. So um, me and my mom and uh, so we, we don't have anything set up. So we did not want trick-or-treaters. We weren't expecting trick-or-treaters. We kept the lights out. And um, uh, I, we were in my room watching Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time. I still have yet to see that. Yeah, it was my first time. It's weird <laughs> i i've i've heard yes yeah i will weird. say hunter you're you're delving into musicals that makes me really happy yes. <laughs> here's my dad's suggestion josh what did you do this weekend oh me i uh did a little uh thing at my work i would call it trunk or treat uh it's kind of like a drive-through trick-or-treating thing for the kids to come up and get candy with some distancing in place I wore, a, I wore a hockey mask, so I got to scare them as Jason. Some of them were actually like, oh, my God, it's Jason. And I was like, huh, how do you know who Jason is? Like, I, I didn't you were know who she Scaring them as a... Little kids get older and older. Right, right, right. But it was a nice range of like, oh, my God, oh, it's Jason. Hey, Jason. Versus like, ah, mom, help. You so got to find fun. that sweet spot right in the middle. Kids You're right, right, Jason. right. Kids, kids <laughs> love serial killers. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and then just a bonfire watching, you know, Rocky Horror and Friday the Thirteenth uh, on Halloween night. That was nice. I don't believe that you watched Rocky Horror. You didn't. We didn't coordinate it. No, no. I watched it last night. I watched it the first for the first time last year. So that mm -hmm. was that was eye opening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's good. It's it's bad. <laughs> but it's so bad. But, it's good. Like it's it's not. Um, Oh, yeah, because I, I want to compare it to The Room because, you know, they have, like, the cult following and uh, they do the uh, the midnight showings and stuff. It's not The Room bad. It right, actually right. has decent acting. It Is has, it aware it it's acting. bad? What? Is it aware it's bad? 
I would say so. It feels. Because I feel like, like the is. worst thing about the room is that it's not aware it's bad. Yeah, right. It's bad, it's, but it doesn't think it's bad. It thinks it's, it's good. Got like, to, it, it's, it's got not. to know it's bad. It isn't. It, it Rocky Horror doesn't take itself too seriously though. So okay, all right. That, it has that go. It has it going. That going. Okay, forward. that's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's then, a conversation uh, for next week. Right, right. Yeah. And then uh, Sunday, I uh, got to hang out with my uh, friends on the Josh Terry podcast. Uh, if you're down to hear a good conversation, you know, feel free to check them out. They're on Spotify, uh, iHeartRadio, uh, I wherever you want to listen. Hey, I know some of those places. I, I know some of those places. They Are should. those some of the same places you can find our podcast? Exactly. That's right, Hunter. What? A it's, a, it's a small world after all. It's, it's actually a large world with a lot of outlets and luckily we are on quite a few outlets there for podcasts yeah so yep. all right <laughs> this week i thought you were gonna add more i kept waiting Josh, i was just kind of waiting for you keep i'm going. like oh, okay no, no just continuing on uh, yeah, anyways this this has made me lose track of what our topic is um we have changed it a little bit from what we said last week. We are doing uh, favorite settings this week, which is a little bit different from before. We were going to do favorite time periods or eras. Uh, then we decided we've kind of touched on that largely before in like historical stuff and yeah, just things like that. So now we're going to try to broaden it out uh make it a little make it hopefully a little more fun and because of these last minute changes as you can expect from us it is going to be weird probably we so. are not prepared no if you <laughs> if you play world of warcraft you ought to get that reference and i'm thankful that you said that even though you don't get world of warcraft references. i don't i don't know if i should say this publicly but in my house playing world of warcraft is is a euphemism for sex we're like they're gonna go play World of Warcraft. <laughs> I don't know how that started. Wow. That's like a thing in my family. Okay, I really wish I didn't know that. I'm you know, sorry. Uh, oh I'm, my god! Just every time you say it, that's what I think of. I'm wow. sorry. All right. I really so don't remember just, how that started. You know what? I, we were talking. I'm like, sorry. How you don't like how I don't like interrupting people. You don't like interrupting people. I'm gonna interrupt you for that. Okay. okay? Right, I'm just gonna cut you right off. So that uh, we don't have to hear more about that. There wasn't um, more. Anyways, <laughs> favorite settings. Yes, we are talking about settings that we enjoy, why we enjoy them, and uh, maybe maybe some examples of these settings. So it's going to get weird because there are some weird settings that I like. Well, then not why like, don't you start? Why don't I start? Because yeah. I am not prepared. I just start talking until I come up so you idea. don't have weird examples okay i do but uh okay here here <laughs> uh, uh so recently i always talk about games that i've been playing recently or movies or shows i've been watching um and recently it has very much been the legend of zelda mm. uh, breath of the wild most uh most recently i also just um <laughs> i took my mom to gamestop today actually we had to hit hit two because uh one had one of the games uh we got twilight princess for one of them and then they didn't have skyward sword so we had to drive all the way to another one through quite a bit of traffic to get that 
And Twilight Princess, I have played so many times and I always enjoy it. Uh, Skyward Sword, I rented for a little bit way back when. And uh, I just, part of it, it really got in my way. So I couldn't play very much of it. But now I am so excited and I've been reinvigorated with the, the Zelda spirit through Breath of the Wild and the upcoming Age of Calamity that I just want to talk about it. And I just want to have people to talk about it with. So that kind of whole thing, if you're familiar with Breath of the Wild specifically, and just kind of Legend of Zelda in general, they are one of those fantasy worlds that have a lot of kind of sci-fi stuff mixed in with it, like these advanced technologies, but in a very fantasy setting. So in Breath of the Wild specifically, they have these guardians, which it's like this ancient technology and they like shoot lasers and stuff. I was going to say, do you, have either of you seen um, Atlantis, the Disney's Atlantis? Yeah, a long time. This kind of same sort of thing where like they're going to the mysterious city of Atlantis where they have this weird future tech. It's also fantasy-like. It's also this ancient tech yeah we have no idea we have no idea how it works kind of like star wars actually in a lot of ways (laughs) yeah um but yeah so that that kind of thing is always um probably a favorite for mine i would say world of warcraft does the fantasy sci-fi kind of mix a lot too you know they have um a lot of it is very clearly like a fantasy thing where you got this like magic and really, honestly, right now I am totally blanking. That is the only thing I'm thinking of when I think sci-fi. I know there's more to it, but I'm blanking. Um, and then it's got like spaceships and stuff and traveling other planets and sometimes weird advanced advanced technology. But um, yeah, that, that thing's always been interesting to me. Uh, maybe even... I don't really want to draw a direct comparison to Star Wars because, well, first of all, I feel like I've already done that. But, um, you know, there, there is a for sure difference between fantasy, a fantasy world with a heavy sci-fi like presence versus a sci-fi world with a very heavy fantasy presence. Like, I know... So Star Wars is a sci-fi thing with a heavy fantasy presence. You know, it's got like the force. Okay. It's got these other creatures and some like quests and stuff. Journeys. Those are those are more of like that's just kind of a that could be that's just a theoretical alien planet. Um, oh yeah, and then well, you also have like um, you also have like kind of destiny. Is kind of a minute thing. You also have destiny, which is another that's like it's very much a sci-fi thing. Mm-hmm. But you also have like magic and all these interesting like sort of things going on, like different creations, kind yeah. of alien, but also kind of almost mystical Super, races. Yeah, supernatural. Destiny is a probably definitely a better example of a blend of sci-fi and fantasy worlds yeah. you know, that you can interact with and visit in. You know, but again, it's like you look at it and it's very much on a base surface, a sci-fi thing with fantasy Mm -hmm. elements. Whereas like Legend of Zelda 
is very much like a fantasy setting with sci-fi elements in it. So I don't know if, again, I, I also like it because I have a tendency to like complicated things and make them more complicated in my explanation. <laughs> and it's just, they always feel very unique to me. Yeah, why uh, why limit things something to pure sci-fi and or pure fantasy? We we can do both. Yeah. yeah. Would so. you say something like the um, <clears throat> I, uh, I want to say they're dwarven, like the old Dwemer ruins in Skyrim are kind of like a sci-fi element to that fantasy world? Yeah, because uh, they're all like they're just very like mechanical. Yeah. Um, and like seemingly more advanced technology-wise than like everybody else in in Skyrim. Yeah. And I mean, even in, in Elder Scrolls, that's, that is a good part of it. And they, they really do, from what I understand, they really do kind of minimize this, a science, I guess, a sci-fi, if you, because that one's a bit weird to, for me to really want to classify. It's not like sci fully sci-fi, but it's, it's not because typical it's like fantasy. and stuff. You yeah, don't really yeah. Have, like yeah. lasers. Yeah, it kind of goes into the, like, if you go to the, the ruins you see some elements of like steampunk yeah that's in there yeah. and that's like it kind of blends steampunk and sci-fi together yeah because yeah. it's like they're kind of like robots which are you know pretty sci-fi but they're not really robots but are they robots mm -hmm. they're like uh, some weird not I, really i think they are but i don't know <laughs> they're annoying yeah. is what they are especially in skyrim yeah but those ruins I are so valuable them. you can I take hate, three of those things back and like make ingots and I hate going through there every so time profitable whenever i go in there yeah whenever i see the yeah. ruins i'm like no no, yeah, no, yeah, not ever. Yeah, no. Nope. I, I feel you on that, Hunter. That's let's go fine. to Dark Brotherhood stuff. I like them. Yeah, let's go clear out a dungeon. Yeah. <laughs> Kill some bandits. Yeah, yeah. Take all their stuff. Um, I uh, think of a a good. We're talking about combinations of like sci-fi and fantasy. You like look at some of the the you know different worlds in, the, in DC comics uh, or in or Marvel comics, uh, specifically like uh, uh, Krypton. Uh, and they also have Asgard, you know, uh, Asgard kind of starts, you know, and especially it goes based off, based off uh, Norse legends of being a very magical, supernatural place. And then the more, and then in the movies, they portray it as, oh, it's actually, this is just kind of how our, how our technology works. And it looks like magic to you, but it's our science. Uh, and then with Krypton, it's a very, you know, stiffly sci-fi, but some of the, some of the crap they pull is like, you know, seems like magic to us. I like the different. I like the how the, the artist designs of it as you know, Krypton's very crystalline type planet with some you know futuristic stuff, and uh, Asgard has that you know kind of that old you know castle. How would you, how would y'all describe you know, they, how they did Asgard in the in the movies? Um, it definitely felt very like Norse mythology. Yeah. I. It was, yeah, it was kind of like they they were evolving into sort of these, you know, higher, not higher functioning, but like better technology and a better understanding yeah. of the world around them, but also like staying true to sort of like their Viking heritage, yeah, like yeah. being religious and, and trying to, you know, like be with the earth 
and things yeah. like that. Like a very yeah. Bob Holla vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty yeah, much what yeah. It is, I think. yeah. Yeah, they have they were living on a planetoid or some weird disc in space, and they had the Bifrost, and uh, you know there was a bunch of magic like magical stuff supernatural stuff they also had the little you know the ships and the turrets and stuff and the the weird machine they used that in, in combination with the rainbow bridge to make to teleport them to places so yeah. i think I like, I like things like that well and you know you you mentioned uh dc you mentioned krypton uh i i was also thinking like of apocalypse it it kind of has that sort of fantasy sci-fi vibe you know mm-hmm. yeah yeah because they just use a lot of you know far-flung alien technology but they're also like they call themselves gods and they have people that worship them and they have a kind of a whole religion uh and a lot of it's a lot of the stuff they do is like okay this is this is like science stuff this is okay this is yeah this is all magic don't worry about all that it's all magic <laughs> yeah it's very interesting, I think, and that's one that's one of the things I'm most looking forward to for the Snyder Cut, because I think we're going to see Apocalypse and Dark Side a lot more. Yeah, just a, just a nice little glimpse. Uh, I'm sure they can make it. Zack Snyder can do a pretty good job of making a the hellish, you know, you know, uh, dystopian planet planet that you know dark that uh, Apocalypse looks like from the from the comics. Yeah. I have a setting that I like. We were waiting for you. Yay! I legitimately talk about this so much um, because it's it's from The Witcher. Um, And yeah. And I, at this point, I think Mm, oh no okay my my sister's fiance has played the game but that's the only person who's like in my immediate family i think other than me who's played it but we all watched the the netflix series together and so in trying to convince my family to to play it i always show them pictures of tucson yeah because yeah i because i love it so much Um, you're gonna maybe rewatch the show because i I watched it all last year. I yeah. loved it, but I, I, I haven't I'm having yeah. trouble remembering things. I know season two, we have another year before yeah. that comes out. Well, I mean, the only thing that you really need to remember for, for my explanation here is that the whole show kind of, I want to say, is kind of like in a grayscale sort of thing. Like, it's dark and dreary for the most part. He's wandering yeah. through swamps trying to find monsters and kill them, things like that. And mo- most of the game is like that, too. But then one of the DLCs, you get to go to Tucson, and it literally looks like something out of a, a fairy tale. Yeah. It's like white buildings and, and vineyards sprawling through the countryside. And it's apparently based off of uh, like the countrysides of like France and Italy, but it's just absolutely gorgeous and really really fun to play through. Both sort of like the you know ride roach through the the vineyards and and then up the the winding ramps to get to the top of the palace. And, and like basically, that. just everything glows. It's yeah. so so gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and The Witcher Three is like. The graphics are good enough that you can really really appreciate how pretty it is yeah but also it's just awesome and you fight monsters oh no it makes me feel like i'm i probably feel like i'm poor if i go in there 
yeah well you do get your own like vineyard that's like this is my vineyard oh. you have a house and okay. it's just like i just want to live there except for them like vampires i really like but, no, but otherwise i just no. want to live there when I, played... I don't want to talk i don't want to talk about vampires <laughs> after last week when i played through it i like i i think i must have taken a really big break between like playing most of it or a large mm-hmm. part of it and then finishing it because like at the end of it, you go back to your vineyard, and I was like, "Oh, I forgot this was here. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot I had this." Yeah, you can like decorate the walls with things that you find, and put like suits of armor on armor stands, and it's it's very homey. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Although I just remember being um, what in any series, I'm bad at decorating pimping out my place oh yeah i am too but you know you always have those suits of armor that you're like oh this is like a full suit and i like it but i'm like it's below my level just put on an armor stand that's pretty um but yeah i just remember playing it for the first time and just like my jaw dropped when i saw the city for the first time because it's so bright and beautiful and literally feels like like cinderella or rapunzel should live there (laughs) like really really pretty Is this what it feels like to be the one percent? <laughs> There's a lot of good characters there as well, so big fan. It's good. Josh, any settings that you like? Uh, I do like um, talking about places, just places like like different, you know. Could be a place. It could be a time period. Oh, we're talking about time periods. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like. Um, visiting like playing games were or movies like visiting like uh world war ii or cold war just kind of seeing how the world was back then and knowing about kind of having that kind of retrospective like okay i know what everything how everything what, what all was going on back then and now getting a chance to walk around in that world and you know participate in events that's that's really fun to me yeah it is really fun um, maybe fun is not the right word that i want to use here it's really interesting i feel like when when you go back to like real events in in history yeah. in any format whether it's games or movies um if they're done really well they can be really eye-opening mm-hmm. um i was watching i think maybe i've mentioned this i was watching um the umbrella academy and they get stuck in the 60s and one of the main characters oh. is a black woman and they have a sit-in at a cafe to to protest racial discrimination mm-hmm. and it was like kind of made the whole thing like really real for a minute i was like yeah. like this stuff really happened yep and so i feel like seeing world war ii stuff is, can have a very similar effect yeah yeah where you're like yeah. you can read about something in a book but like experiencing it through a movie or it's or a game kind of brings it to a whole nother level yeah yeah uh uh, I think um, now I think we might have touched on a couple of these when we did our historical fiction uh, yeah. uh, discussion. I uh, also like enjoy the age of pirate pirates and piracy. <laughs> yeah, such mm-hmm. a great such a great time. Well, it's a great time for pirates. For pirates, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for people they robbed and like and just the whole all the conflict that was probably bad, yeah. but it's still fun to like visit it or you know pl- pretend like you are you're part of it. For a time, it was good for pirates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's funny because like piracy is still a thing, in, in yeah, yeah, which is interesting. And I feel like for the most part, 
piracy in games and movies is vastly romanticized. Oh, definitely, definitely. But it's still fun. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like you know the highest amount of adventure I think you can have on the planet. Like you're yeah. on a ship on the ocean, you're gonna, gonna get on this other ship. You don't know what's on there, but you know you got to get there, get what they got, take what they have, and get away scot free and and yeah. just you know live your live your own life. I have a, a running list of movies that I think I don't call them perfect movies. I call them well-rounded movies. So they've got like they got a little bit of everything in them. So like Princess Bride um, and Pirates of the Caribbean is definitely I think comes close to being a perfect movie. Hmm, a perfect movie. I don't I don't know. I feel like it has everything you could want out of a movie in it. And we're, we're talking about uh, Black Pearl, right? Yeah, that's the only one that, in my opinion, we really should talk about. <laughs> I still haven't right, seen like right. the last two and three, maybe, but like seven or whatever doesn't need to be talked about. <laughs> I don't think we've gotten seven yet. Maybe we I don't got, think we I will talk. Remember. I don't think we will talk about seven when they eventually release it. No, we've gotten <laughs> five, like, and I haven't seen four or five. They're okay, but they're not the first one. Yeah, four <laughs> is you start to feel the age of it, and yeah. five they're starting to like, feel like they're starting to kind of. <laughs> tread water <laughs> i always like to say there's there's a mute there's a point in time in a lot of series and we're getting off topic but there's a point in time in a lot of series where you can tell they're just continuing to make more because the first ones did well mm-hmm. and not because they had a story to tell yeah. right and yeah. i feel like pirates hit that pretty quick but they still have that you know you're kind of part of this ancient this fantasy world but you're engaging in like you know, yeah. historical stuff with piracy but there's also some fantasy elements mixed mm. in which is which is pretty cool which makes it yeah. really fun to watch to see what they come up with even though some of it's like okay this is well, and I feel like, obviously I, a cash grab yeah and i feel like a lot of pirate stuff does because they talk about curses and davy jones locker and so i feel like it lends itself well to sort of having a mystical element to it mm-hmm. yeah well if you want a more grounded take i suppose um on pirates and you like video games, obviously Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag is fantastic. And if you haven't played it and you like pirates, you for sure should. I've been thinking about it. I couldn't remember which one it was. I gotta find find it. Cause it's I Black Flag. It's it's the obvious one. Yeah, I guess so. Um it's because I think Sarah's played it and she really liked it. So it's it's great. But you know, you talk about romanticizing. It's probably the least romanticized version of pirates you could see because but maybe i want to for me and i mean well i i mean most, I think most people do interesting because you you definitely see that the main character you play as he definitely has a romanticized view of it and it causes problems and you see mm-hmm. how it kind of hurts him as a person mm-hmm. he kind of learns from another thing so i i think it's just a a near perfect game as you <laughs> interesting so we have a perfect pirates movie a perfect pirates game where are there any perfect pirates shows i don't know of any pirates tri- shows to complete the trilogy here very possible but i don't pay much attention to a lot of stuff yeah, like I don't that know. I, don't I will well since y'all had those picks i will research that and hopefully find <laughs> give an answer next, 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 next week remember tv <laughs> is your domain josh I thought I was pretty close to movies, but it's fine. I'll, 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 I'll... Oh yeah, maybe. I don't know. I, don't I can't keep track of YouTube. I'm video games, okay? That's what <laughs> I... no way. Yeah, Hunter, you got video games, so we'll 
I'll, but I'll take a look at some pirate TV shows. Um, another, uh, you know, I, I, again, from the historical fiction, I do enjoy looking back at the Greek Roman era. Oh, yeah. uh, and then, and also feudal, feudal Japan. That's, that's, mm. that's, that's, that's like a really, really interesting time. Yeah. Those are for sure some two big ones for me, I would say. Mm. Um, Greece is definitely definitely a good one ancient greece and honestly um ancient egypt but yeah that's, that's because i'm looking at i'm in the assassin's creed mindset right now because <laughs> as of today well as of the time this this episode goes live um we're exactly a week away from assassin's creed valhalla and valhalla! Norse, like norse stuff is mm. like some that's my favorite mythology I think anything Norse, but Norse Vikings, people are just yeah. hungry for like all that stuff. stuff I, I love. I yeah. think it's wonderful. And I'm so excited to get my hands on that game when it comes out. But yeah, also, again, I feel like we did, uh, you know, Egypt and, um, and ancient Greece, uh, the last two games. And now they're doing Valhalla. So uh, yeah. they're doing Nordic stuff i'm yeah. always bad at where that is because didn't they kind of go yeah they were nomadic for for a good bit um yeah yeah but it was all you know scandinavia norway yeah. northern, anywhere, that, northern, anywhere you could reach via water yeah <laughs> northern europe and yeah. i think this one i think the game is going to focus on them going to uh england probably mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I don't really know too much about that, but yeah. uh, and you know I actually I got really I don't know if you know this about me I get into a habit of becoming very passionate about something like really passionate for a very short amount of time and then I get burnt out on that or I just forget about it and just go. I feel like a lot of people are that way. But um, <laughs> one thing that I got real passionate about for a minute there was. Uh, it was like I was gonna write. Uh, I was gonna write a screenplay for a like a Norse. It was a Norse setting. Something I it tells you how yeah, quickly I re- went because I don't even remember exactly what I, I was gonna do with it. Yeah, I remember you had some some uh, some names picked out. Uh, yeah. Well, there was right. also that Greek one that I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um. But that I I still have this what I wrote in the script. It's like less than a page, so it's not very much. But um, yeah, no, there was there was a there was a quick moment there where I was really into writing screenplays for something or <laughs> podcasts, but like with a story. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I gotta admit I don't feel like I'm super familiar with a lot of the Norse mythology. I'm I'm pretty familiar with like Greek and, and Egyptian, and I do love stories sort of set around the the myths um, from those places. And I I also would like to learn more about like d- the different mythologies of different uh, Asian cultures because I feel like those are cool too. You want to borrow this? Yeah, they had a lot. <laughs> what is that? It's, uh, the poetic Edda. Uh, stories of the Norse gods and heroes. I bought this oh, one. I wanted cool. to do research for my thing. Yeah. And, uh, my I, favorite. I circled some stuff. I'm trying to remember the name of my favorite Norse goddess. I want to say it's. Is it. It starts with an F. I don't remember. But she's Frigga? like. Uh, Freya? Maybe. Yeah, it's, Freya, it's one Frigga. of those yeah. two. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, and are the same person. She just but the best thing is she's got a, a chariot that's pulled by cats. She what? She's a chariot <laughs> that's pulled by house cats. I did not know that. Yeah, because the house cat yeah. was was a gift that that a wife would be given on her wedding day because they would like take care of rodents and stuff and help kind of keep the house tidy. And she was like the hmm. the goddess of of marriage or or fertility or something. And she her had a chariot pulled by cats. Well, and you know that's, um, that's interesting. You know, yep. Freya's uh, Odin's wife. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's I why also, she's my favorite. I also learned a lot of Norse mythology by playing the newest God of War. Yeah, I'm sure. Oh yeah, that yeah. Um, I think if just Norse Viking, you know, war stories have a lot of just a lot of everything. They have the the big battles, the piracy, the uh, fantasy stuff, and it just makes it a very inviting, you know, culture to kind of. Yeah, yeah, the drinking too. Yes, <laughs> I feel like it might be as close as you can get to like a real life Lord of the Rings. Uh, Maybe. yeah, yes, you do definitely have some. Uh, I think they throw in some extra camp. They throw in some extra Camelot stuff. Yeah, uh, but yeah, yeah, that's 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 close to it. But I mean, you know, there there also is just um, well, more not necessarily in the mythology as far as I know, but at least in the history of uh, like Vikings and stuff. There's a lot of overlap with um, English, English folklore. And, well, not folklore if we're talking about real, um, but you know, just the English. Yeah. Angles, the Anglo-Saxons. Yes. They're all. Uh, what specifically, Hunter? Yes, that word. Those things. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. They're bad all... with a lot of. I'm bad with a lot of that stuff i'm bad with a lot of english anglo-saxon stuff whatever i'm much i have always been in terms of like mythology and just different places in terms of countries i've always been much more interested in uh like greeks uh norse nordic and a little less so but still more than english is um egyptian can I, can I just say, I feel like it shows, and it's going to be a little little political here, I feel like it shows just sort of our our Eurocentric view of the world, that like, that's, I feel like across the board, that's what people think of when they think of mythology, and I'm like, I want to see some really cool, really well done, like, Native American stories, and like, mm-hmm. the Incas, and the Aztecs, and the Mayans, yeah. like, they had a ton of, like, really cool stories. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel like I don't know anything about those. Yeah, so you also have, like, Indian, uh, and African mm-hmm. yeah. uh, mythology, African. and and they have their, their, their legends as well, yeah. but I'm actually I think surprisingly... it's just a lot... Sorry, go ahead. I mean, it's, just a, it's just an untouched, like, yeah. section that are, uh, I guess, un- untouched. I don't know if it's, like, if they're afraid of offending someone, if they're afraid, if they yeah, just... Or they just don't feel like it's marketable, but you know we're in 2020, so I think yeah. people are open to to see, you know, and hear about some of these different, you know, settings and you know exploring these different places. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Japanese, I like Japanese folklore and stuff. I also find very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and as someone who watches a lot of K dramas, there's a lot of like historical K dramas set set back in the day in in Korean history. Yeah, um, yeah, those are pretty cool. Yeah, and we love our, you know, uh, you know, 
Japanese uh, uh, anime, our anime that mm. has the, like you know feudal Japan or fan or fantasy Japan because we love our we love our dragons, um, <laughs> dragons. And, yes, dragons and bushido and uh, ninjas and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I actually do know a little bit about like some African mythology. I unfortunately don't know what actual country it's from. Well, I mean, um, there's Egyptian. No, not Egyptian. That's Africa. I can't remember. That's yeah. yeah Africa, Egypt, Egypt is Africa, but I feel like it's it's on the Mediterranean, and so I feel like it kind of it really intersects with all the yeah. like, Greek Roman uh, stuff. Yeah. Because um, mm-hmm. they're all because they are all kind of played together back at, back around that time. But then you had to go a little south, like south to this, like below the Sahara and those the cut in the the Ivory Coast and yeah. and like getting down to South Africa. Mm. Well, I don't think there's um, any mythology in Antarctica. Well, it's been it's been a Frost. long time. It's been a uh, long time. Ice race. <laughs> it's been a long time, so I'm not entirely sure what they've done with it. I got kind of bored with it because it felt like a lot of flash. But there might be. I don't know if either of you've watched American Gods uh, or read the book, but um, it's they they do. From what I recall, they do a pretty good job of trying to incorporate modern day versions of like all of like a lot of different mythologies and stuff. It's uh yeah, it's it's interesting. The show to me felt very flashy with not a lot of substance, but hmm. I didn't stick with it too long. So I feel like this conversation has turned from favorite settings into just mythology we jumped in we jumped from settings like to mythology. like eras to yeah. mythology i mean i think that you know that sticks with the theme it does one of yeah our, some of our favorite settings collectively or mythology well and i was thinking earlier yeah. that like settings could include people so like if you say like oh i like things set in camelot you know that implies like king arthur and merlin and, and guinevere and lancelot and like all these English. things English yeah yeah yeah. and so I feel like mythology is the same way because it's a time period and it's a place but it also is characters and people Mm -hmm. Um, and just their culture you're just kind of seeing their culture play out it all sort of plays into the setting of mythology so so this as I mean you know we kind of put out a disclaimer at the beginning of the episode (laughs) this was going to be a little bit looser so yeah. I think we I think we got it pretty well though. Uh, anyways, hopefully next week we might be a little bit tighter on here. We will. Uh, yes. What do we have next week, Hannah? It is your next week. Next week, next week we are going to be talking about terrible movies. So uh, the the See, room, the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Arguing. Yeah, like we we're gonna be talking about. Sorry, yeah. I just remembered. Like m- movies are your thing. That's why it's on. It's yes. on the schedule. Yeah, maybe. All right, so that's what we're going to talk about next time. Yeah. All right. Thank you, guys. Uh, enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed it, is what I said. I kind of mumbled that. Um, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. And yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Uh, today, when this goes live, it should be election day in the U.S. So vote. vote if you haven't already. Now. Thanks for coming again. Until next time, nerd out. Bye. Nerd out. Bye. Yeah.